Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Is It Normal? The Pregnancy Podcast with me, Jessie Ware. This is a special bonus episode where I have decided to invite my friend and an essential oils extraordinaire, naturopath and wellness advocate, Serene Ford. Um, Serene and I know each other through music, but Serene has now become my go-to person when I have questions or queries about essential oils and she's really opened up this world of essential oils and naturopathy to me. There's lots of myths around it, which hopefully she can quash and explain now. We're told that we're not allowed to use certain things. Everyone kind of maybe knows about this clary sage situation that happens when you're in labour, that everyone says you should get clary sage. I've been asking and messaging her a lot, so I felt like it made sense to have her come on and talk about essential oils and the benefits of them during pregnancy, during labour and postnatally. Serene Ford, thank you for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me. So you may hear a few snuffly grunts in this conversation because I have my newborn baby who's three weeks old right here with me feeding at the moment so apologies but also you're very welcome to hear a newborn little snuffle pig in the background we'll get into the labor part where you gave me a full wellness kit which was thoroughly used and I thank you for it but for anybody who doesn't know what essential oils are can you start by explaining what they are and how they can help you so essential oils come from, well, they're naturally occurring chemical compounds that come from all parts of a plant. So from the seeds, the bark, the flowers, from the resin or the sap, from the rinds of fruit and from the roots as well. So what happens is to get the essential oils or these compounds out of a plant, they are extracted, usually through steam distillation or for example with with citrus fruit it's extracted it's cold pressed from the rind Mm -hmm. from oranges lemons things like that we will have like receptors throughout our body that these constituents of these compounds will lock into Mm. so for example something like lavender Mm. one of the main constituents of lavender is called linenol Mm -hmm. which harms our nervous system which is why it's often used for sleep Mm -hmm. so that's basically what an essential oil is and you can use them in lots of different ways we use them aromatically so we diffuse Mm -hmm. using a diffuser or we can diffuse using our hands like putting some essential oils in our hands and then inhaling or just simply inhaling from a bottle Topically, we use oils, so putting them on our skin, so using them neat or diluted, making up a blend or a mixture in a rollerball and using that. So if you had a rash, for example, you would use oils directly onto your rash, and that's topical use. And with certain essential oils, you can also ingest them 
but this really relies on the purity of the oil and you'd maybe get some advice before you were doing that. Right, yeah. Because also essential oils are really super potent. As an example, one drop of peppermint oil, if you have a pure peppermint oil, is the equivalent of 28 cups of peppermint tea. Wow. So it's like, you know, pretty, pretty punchy. Yeah. But one of the most important things is when you're looking for essential oils is that you're looking for purity and potency. So the potency part comes from how they are grown and where they are grown. So when the plant is grown in its native habitat and it's farmed with care and without chemicals, the essential oil that comes from it will be very balanced and will have the maximum health benefits. Mm. And then the purity comes from how it's distilled. There are some oils on the market that will say they're pure, but they will have been potentially extracted using chemical extraction, which usually leaves them impure and will have impurities in them. And you also want to make sure that they've been tested for purity along the way. Right. Because it's one of the fastest growing markets out there, and it's also unregulated, you will get a lot of oils that will say 100% pure, and maybe they will have 5% oil in them, and the rest more might be, there might be some synthetic fragrances in there, or a filler of some kind. Um, and those things can often be a little bit toxic to our bodies. Mm. Um, so you just need to be aware and be quite careful. When we um, smell an oil, it takes 22 seconds for it to reach our brain through our limbic system and our olfactory system. And then within two minutes, it will be in our bloodstream. And within 20 minutes, it would have touched every cell in our body. And a lot of those constituents will be able to pass the blood-brain barrier, will also be able to pass through the placenta. So you want to make sure that what you're putting in and around your body is really pure, mm. especially in pregnancy. Mm. So the essential oils that I use are from a company called doTERRA. Mm -hmm. They test every batch of oil they get. So they test them themselves and they also test through a third party, an independent, who then publishes the results online. So you can actually check every batch of oil and see the purity of it. So for somebody who isn't as well versed in essential oils as you, and you know, has some of these things that they want to try, whether it's clary sage or lavender or, you know, bits and bobs like that during pregnancy or even outside of pregnancy, what would be your biggest recommendation? So what can they look for on like the bottle? Or will it, can you not trust the bottle really? You have to do that research. I would say like if you're going into a high street store, the chances are, that what you're going to be getting is not going to be very pure. You know, there are brands, say, like Neil's Yard, and yeah. they do great oils. They're definitely not for ingesting, and they probably won't be as pure, but, they, you know, they're quite an ethical company, and they really do their best. Um, so there are a few smaller brands that, that really do look and do the purity of their oils, yeah. but they will have much smaller range. So... I mean, on the, each bottle, they should tell you the origin. You will be able to like look on the website of the brand and be able to see what their relationship is like with their growers, if they have any relationship at all. Mm -hmm. But I would definitely go to find an aromatherapist who could be able to help or someone who works in natural health, complementary medicines. Mm -hmm. So which essential oils would you recommend as a kind of starter pack for pregnancy? So the things that you are going to have to think about, some of the most common ailments in pregnancy, what are they going to be? Constipation, perhaps? Yep. Diarrhea, sort of digestive discomfort. Mm -hmm. So things that are good for that are going to be 
peppermint, mm -hmm. which you shouldn't overuse too much in pregnancy, but a little bit is fine. Things like lemon and ginger, because they're really good. So lemon is a very cleansing oil, and it also helps to sort of keep things moving, as does ginger. Obviously, ginger is renowned for its like anti-nausea mm, properties. Mm. I remember my midwife telling me to uh, eat ginger biscuits if I felt sick. <laughs> well, I mean, it could have helped. But yeah, a ginger tea or smelling some ginger essential oil. What about restless sleeping? I mean, like, what about that bit? Definitely, I'd always recommend magnesium first. And then for the restlessness, it kind of depends on where it's coming from. So if it's a physical restlessness, then massaging with something like lavender and black pepper. Ooh. Geranium is also quite good. And Roman chamomile is also another like really soothing one. And if it's pain, if there's pain going on, marjoram is a really amazing oil for pain. So black pepper and marjoram, and we'll talk about that for labour as well, they're really good oils for muscle aches and pains. If it's like a muscular problem, would you recommend applying it topically rather than diffusing? Or can it still have a similar benefit if it's in a diffuser? I would say topically is better. And then for a restless mind as it were, then sort of diffusing something like lavender. Mm, Not everyone mm. gets along with lavender. The other oils that are really good for soothing the mind are things like vetiver or frankincense or tree oils because they're very grounding and they help to bring us back into our body mm. and out of our mind, um, which is, I kind of feel like is extra important when we're pregnant and, and especially in labour because it's so easy to sort of get caught up in thinking about all those things you're thinking about mm. so it's really good to sort of bring yourself back it's very calming on the nervous system and just really grounding mm. um, another great thing that I was thinking about was like my go-to book is this one emotions and essential oils and it talks about the emotional qualities of each essential oil and I think when we go through labor and birth it can really bring up a lot of different emotions you know, because also it's like such a transition time becoming a mother, whether it's for the first time, second time, third time, fifth time, if you're brave enough to keep going. <laughs> so using essential oils to sort of support your emotions and anything that might have come up, as well as, you know, there could be some trauma involved. There often is some kind of trauma, like the PTSD from labour and birth can be quite severe for some people. And I think that's another way that, you know, oils can be used just to support our emotional state. Right, yeah. What would be a good blend that you could make up? You could either put into the diffuser when you're going to sleep or whatever, or you could do in a rollerball thing and add some oil with it. So you can kind of, it can be like your perfume, your pregnancy perfume, yeah. I guess. What would be a really good one that you would recommend during pregnancy that could just kind of keep you grounded, keep you calm? So tree oils and floral oils, they're very, they're the calming ones. Lavender and frankincense lavender and geranium is very calming nice if you needed like a pick-me-up mm. then your minty oil so your peppermints or your spearmints may be combined with a citrus oil because citrus oils are really uplifting but something like wild orange for example it's a citrus oil so it is really uplifting but it can also be very calming mm. so it, wild orange is a really good one to have around it's adaptogenic, so if you need to be lifted up, it will lift you up, and if you need to be calmed down, it will calm you down. So it's, I would say that's one of the ones you should definitely have in your kit. And in fact, lavender and wild orange together is a really lovely combination. 
because you don't want to suddenly go out and buy loads and loads of different oils. So you kind of want ones that are going to span everything and they're going to help you. And there is also a little bit of trial and error with oils because if you don't like the smell, then you're not going to want to use them. But there are ways around that because if you didn't like the smell of an oil, you can just rub it on the soles of your feet or down your spine. You know, you don't always have to be inhaling yeah. the oils in order to get the benefit because even when it comes through our skin, it gets into our bloodstream and will do its magic, as it were. Right. And the other thing to remember about oils is that, you know, I just said magic, that's why I thought of it. They're not magic. They're not going to suddenly make us do something that we're not prepared to do. They'll just work with our body to bring it back into balance. So if we're feeling too stressed mm. it's not going to suddenly like knock us out in the middle of the day but it will help to yeah. calm us down and bring us back into that balanced state that's such an important thing in pregnancy because there's so much going on we just don't want to overstress our bodies yeah are there any essential oils that you should be avoiding when you're pregnant so the key ones to avoid when we're pregnant are clary sage until your full term okay so you shouldn't use clary sage until you're 37 38 weeks and that's because it's like a uterine tonic. So it can cause your uterus to contract. And that goes along with jasmine, rose and myrrh. So clary sage, rose, jasmine and myrrh, all uterine uh, stimulants. Okay. But, you know, and if you suddenly, if you've got a whiff of clary sage, don't panic if you're before mm. 37 weeks. Because it's not going to suddenly make your body do something mm. but it's best to avoid those things because you don't want to disrupt anything just in case and it's the same with citrus oils they will make our skin more sensitive to the sun so they will cause it to burn so really important in pregnancy to not take that risk at all yeah. it's fine to inhale them but don't put them on your skin because it can cause you to burn quite quickly and that goes for everyone but in pregnancy your skin is more sensitive to that although it can also work in your favour if you wanted to put a bit of lemon on your skin at night. Yeah. If you're getting pregnancy mask, it can help to balance that out and like, for want of a better word, bleach your skin a little bit. But it will kind of, in the same way, it's sort of it, that you can use it to clean some stains. It will kind of do the same thing on your skin. Oh, right. But make sure that there's 12 hours between putting it on your skin and then being outside in the sun. Right. So that's why you can use it at night, but not during the day. That's fascinating. And when you put it on your skin, would you be ever mixing it with a an oil or can you just put that on straight? Um, I would definitely always dilute, especially in pregnancy, because your skin is more sensitive. Say you had a rash, you could put a little bit of lavender on neat because lavender is quite a gentle oil. But in general, I would say always just dilute even if it's just a little bit mm. just to take into account any sensitivities in the skin mm. and you don't want to have a big reaction and then be scared off from using oils again so always start with less so dilute as much as you can and in your diffuser just start with a few drops of oil and then you can always add more yeah um but especially in pregnancy when when we could become more sensitive to smell. Yes. I mean, I made this mistake when I was in early labor and I like put loads of oils in my diffuser and it was too strong and then I turned the diffuser off and then didn't use it again. <laughs> well, speaking about labor, I mean, I can't actually smell clary sage now or geranium actually at the moment. It's not that I have a PTSD from my labor. It's just I, can't, I, I don't particularly want to go back to that moment when I was trying to inhale these scents and also trying to deal with um, surges. So let's talk about the labor kit, the Serene Ford labor kit that you wrote down and you sent in the post for me that had like different stages of the labor and different oils 
and homeopathic remedies to apply. So the first thing that was in the kit was lavender and peppermint spray, which is perfect if you're pregnant in the summer as well as for labour. I just got a small glass spray bottle, probably like 30ml bottle, and mixed about 20 to 30 drops each of lavender and peppermint Mm -hmm. um, and then filled the rest up with distilled water and you just shake it and you can spray it on the back of your neck you can even spray it on your face lavender is obviously very calming and the peppermint is really cooling so it will have a cooling effect on your skin as it evaporates kind of almost tingly so you know you've got to be be careful with peppermint because some people don't like the sensation or the tingle of it but it's brilliant for keeping you cool and I think especially when you're in labour you can start to get very hot so that's a nice one and it's very calming at the same time. What about when you've got swollen feet could you be spraying that spray onto there because like you know how we get we swell up when we're pregnant some people do especially if you're in the summer I know ice cold feet baths could be good but like spraying that onto your feet would that be a nice thing to do? Yep you could do that that might feel nice actually the best oils for for swollen feet is cypress oil because it really helps with circulation Mm. with grapefruit or orange but obviously you have to be careful about going into the sun when that happens Mm -hmm. because the citrus oils but yeah cypress is a really great one for increasing circulation and moving the water around the body okay so you can either sit with it you could actually make a foot bath um with Epsom salts and the essential oils and just sit with your feet in a bucket. Yeah, yeah. Or you can get your partner to give you a nice massage, pushing upwards to help the flow. Because it's just that we've got so much weight on us that it stops everything moving around. But yes, you could put, if they're feeling hot, you can spray the lavender and peppermint and that would be really nice. So back to the labour. So we've got the peppermint lavender spray in a water bottle and it just spray whenever you want, really. Yep. And what was the early labour ones that you recommend? It was it was geranium and wild orange, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, geranium and wild orange, which I love as a combination. I think it makes your house smell like a spa. Mm-hmm. Geranium is also really balancing for hormones. So it's really great when you're in that early labour. And it, together they create an environment of sort of safety and security which is what you need when you're in labor you want to feel safe you want to feel secure Mm. so that's a really lovely combination some people might not like the smell of geranium it is quite strong so it's really good to like find your own blend so geranium wild orange or lavender and wild orange would also be really lovely maybe with a drop of frankincense in there as well because frankincense is a really grounding oil what oil would you use as the the oil that you'd put in the rollable to kind of mix it up oh the carrier oil um my default carrier oil will always be fractionated coconut oil why because it's just it's a really easy oil to use and it generally people won't have any adverse reaction to it so something like almond oil people might have an allergy to almond oil you could use even use olive oil as well okay um you can almost use anything really okay if you were making up your own rollerball blend you know with your spray bottle you did 20 drops of each or 20 to 30 drops of each is that the same with a rollerball bottle but they're much smaller so would it be less drops uh, so roller bottles generally come in 10 mil or 5 mil i usually always use the 10 mil ones and yeah, I'd say 20 to 25 drops in a 10 ml bottle should be fine. So especially when you're pregnant, you probably wouldn't want to go over 30 drops in total. Okay. You will know yourself, but always start with less because you can always add more. It's harder to take away. But if you find that you have made it too strong, you put it on your skin and it doesn't feel right, 
putting on any kind of oil, carrier oil, will dilute it naturally. If you're having a reaction, just don't try and wash it off because oil and water doesn't mix. Use a carrier oil to sort of dilute and wash off, as it were. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now let's talk about Clary Sage, because obviously everyone gets told about Clary Sage and people start kind of tipping it into their baths and like on their skin from, yeah, that 37, 38 week. Using it as an induction, I kind of understand that when you're getting impatient, you want to start using things that hopefully are going to stop you maybe having to be medically induced. But is there a particular way to use Clary Sage to kind of encourage those contractions? Or is it it's going to work if it wants to work? It's going to be a case if it's going to work if it wants to work. But Clary Sage is also a calming oil mm. and it's hormone balancing right so it will, it will support your body to balance hormones you can diffuse it you can put it in your bath mm. but my recommendation would be don't go overboard because I think you resent it after a while yeah, yeah. you start to I had that thing I, I don't think I could smell it for about two years after I gave birth because it had been shoved up my nose by the midwives in an attempt to sort of increase contractions especially towards the end and it definitely helped. And that, that's the thing I really felt the benefit of it. When I, when I was in labour, I'd run out of energy. My contractions would start to dwindle. Mm. And then sort of inhaling the clary sage actually got them going again. Oh, wow. But that's because my body was already in that place. Yeah. No matter how much clary sage you use, if your body is not ready to go into labour, it's not going to go into labour. But you can use the clary sage to calm yourself. 
So if you're feeling really stressed, you just want to bring your cortisol levels down mm. so that your other hormones can do their thing. Because if you're in a state of stress, your body's going to be like, oh, well, it's not safe to have this baby now. Mm. So anything you can do to, to keep yourself as relaxed as possible, which is just the most bonkers things to say, because when you're about to, when you're waiting to give birth, it's really hard mm. to be in that place. So, but that's why I think essential oils can be so great at that point. Now you gave me another rollerball. I think it was uplifting for that like moment when you need to push and yeah. maybe you're tired. What is a great blend for that? Peppermint and wild orange. Mm, it's lovely as well. And it is lovely. And, you know, I use it for my sort of mid-afternoon slump when it's just too late to have another coffee. It's brilliant when you're feeling tired and feeling unmotivated. So peppermint and wild orange is brilliant together because we spoke about wild orange before being like uplifting but also kind of calming at the same time so you've got this adaptogenic element of the wild orange but peppermint so peppermint is really stimulating Mm. and it opens our airways it helps our blood vessels to dilate so then we can get like more oxygen in and often when we're feeling tired it's because we're just not getting enough oxygen into our into our system so it can be really motivating and give you that energy to just that final push that kind of feels like it takes forever so it's really great but one of the things about peppermint to be aware of is don't overuse peppermint during labor because it can also have an impact on milk supply so you can use it later on down the line if you have been breastfeeding and you want to stop and you're finding that Mm. you're still flowing with milk you can actually use it rubbing it on your breasts can help to reduce your milk supply and bring it back down so that's something to be aware of it's not something to be scared of yeah but don't overuse peppermint but peppermint and wild orange brilliant for that energizing push and you added in this little care package you had some arnica in there yeah um homeopathic I mean it's a whole other world that we can touch on very quickly why was arnica and it was a particular potency of arnica was it 30c 10m yeah i don't know there's so many different versions so yeah it was 10m which is a really high potency okay there's so much homeopathy you can use during pregnancy and labor but the best thing to do is always go and see a homeopath yeah but the one thing that everyone can use is arnica so i gave you 10m you don't have to use 10m 10m is quite high potency you could use 1m as well arnica is really good for shock and it's really good for bruising Mm. so taking it at the beginning of labor and then also just before delivery and then I'd also recommend taking another one two hours after delivery of the placenta that's probably all you really need to recover from that bruising slightly quicker so yeah it's worth looking into a bit of homeopathy if that appeals to you during pregnancy and labor but go and see a homeopath or speak to someone yeah So what would be your three to five hero essential oils that you feel like no pregnant person could do without or, you know, they'll get the most kind of use out of them? So obviously clary sage for actual labour. Yeah. Lavender because it's great for calming. It's also great for the skin. So if you're getting pregnancy itchy skin or dry skin, Mm. you can add it to your lotion. But it's also obviously calming, helps with sleep. Yeah. Helps with muscle tension. Then peppermint. Peppermint can be used as pain relief as well. Oh. You know, during labour, you can actually sort of rub it on your lower back. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's quite nice. And then um, wild orange and lavender, all those oils that we talk about using in labour, you can use them if you have an emergency caesarean or even a planned caesarean. You know, if you're having a, a planned caesarean, 
you're going to be nervous. Mm. So you want to use all those tools to keep you calm. Things like geranium, I think, is really good because it's really healing, great for the skin. Just because I mentioned cesarean, it made me think of oils that are really good immediately post-birth. Right, yeah. So frankincense, lavender, again, and helichrysum are incredible for helping to heal, whether that's mm -hmm. tears in the perineum or cesarean incisions as well. Yeah. You can make up a spray of helichrysum, frankincense, and lavender. Mm. So once the wound is closed you can spray it directly on the wound or you can dilute them and apply them really gently if it's for an episiotomy scar or just tearing of the perineum you can also apply neat but just be careful with that the other thing that's really nice to do you can spray that combination on a maternity pad and with a squirt of aloe vera gel put it in the freezer so it's nice and cool and then you can use that to help cool and heal at the same time well, that's a brilliant idea so if you're if you're still at that stage well, uh, pads yeah you know what personally i'm actually heal really i'm all right today is my first day without a sanitary pad in to see whether i can hold my pelvic floor in we'll see how it goes <laughs> may have wet knickers in about 10 minutes who knows <laughs> but that's a genius idea to spray it on and put it in the fr that's such a nice idea yeah i love that so lavender, frankincense and helichrysum, because helichrysum is like, it's like liquid stitches. It helps to like heal things and they're all like really amazing skin oils. So they help to sort of reduce the scarring as well. Regarding your baby and how you can use essential oils um, with a baby, is there any way that you should use them in a different way to how you use them on an adult body? So with babies and children in general, they will have much more sensitive skin. So you should never use neat oils on a baby or a child always dilute but with babies you can obviously if they've got cradle cap there's oils you can use for that nappy rash immune support especially if you have other children your baby is quite likely to end up getting a cold quite early on yeah so just feeling like there's something you can do to help them you know there's blends like respiratory blends that are good for just helping them to like get over the sniffles there's also oils to help with colic and reflux. Having lavender diffusing can just be really soothing for the babies. You just want to make sure it's not too strong. And when you're diluting, really, really heavily dilute. We're talking like one drop of oil in a tablespoon of carrier oil. And then, you know, you wouldn't even put all of that on your baby. Just use a little bit at a time. The other thing that I really love to do when the baby is first born, right, within the first hour or so, is having a bit of frankincense on your hand. So you can dilute it and just rub it on the baby's feet or really simply putting a drop of frankincense in the palm of your hand maybe your partner could do this rubbing the palms together you know mum and dad inhale because it's like really grounding then just having the sort of residue of that oil you can just gently like not even rub it into the baby's feet but just hold the baby's feet and maybe put mm. one hand above the crown of its head so you kind of ground the baby calm the baby welcoming it into the world and I always say frankincense, if it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for your baby. <laughs> uh, and then on that note, Serene Ford, thank you so much for joining us and explaining all things essential oils, homeopathy and just uh, general self-care with the um, help of these remarkable things. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Hopefully that has been a helpful introduction to essential oils for you. Whether you choose to use them or not, 
The information is there should you choose to accept it. I highly recommend the wild orange and lavender and a bit of peppermint. Yeah, just don't give me clary sage anytime soon. Thank you to Serene Ford for giving us all this amazing knowledge and information on all the benefits of these different essential oils and how you can use them. Hope you've enjoyed the bonus episode and thank you so much for listening and I hope you're feeling okay in your pregnancy and uh, sending lots and lots of love. Thank you. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.